You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Broadcasting from the place where America won its freedom in the heart of Hampton Roads, it's the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. That's right. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Traditionally, this show is 3 to 6. Today, it is 5.55 to 6. But we're going to bleed into the 7.57 at 6 for a little bit as well. Uh, the, the, oh, I'm hearing something. Are we good? All right, we're good. Sound like Jason Fitz was in my ears there for a second. Uh, it's the Tim Donnelly Show. Uh, we had to get on for, for the simple fact of we couldn't go a full 24 hours without talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers' first public comments since coming out of the darkness he went on the aubrey marcus podcast who apparently if you listen to the podcast rogers and aubrey marcus very very good friends they they wept together after the the dallas cowboys game this past year uh so very very close friends uh they talked about aaron Rodgers' trip into the darkness and well We'll just play a clip for you. Here's the Aubrey Marcus podcast with uh, with Aaron Rodgers talking about his time in the dark. And, uh, you know, I spent parts of uh, a couple of days imagining what it would be like to uh, retire and then imagining what it would be like to continue to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's one thing that really uh, was interesting around this whole last, you know, few weeks. You know, I obviously do the McAfee show and and it's a wide open show. You know, we talk about a lot of different topics and just about you know, really everything is, you know, is fair game. There's nothing that's off limits. And yeah, you know, I've basically been saying the same thing since the end of the season. I'm going to take some time. I'm going to get away from it. I'm going to get away from the emotion of the season and start to let the, you know, the off season settle in and then see how I'm feeling and what I want to do moving forward with my future. That was, first of all, sitting in the dark, spent parts of each day thinking about what it would be like to be retired and what it would be like to continue playing. He also emphasized that the retreat, the darkness retreat, uh, was not all about deciding if he wanted to retire or not. He spent time dealing with things that have stuck with him uh, from his childhood. He spent time thinking about his family. He spent time uh, talking to what Aubrey Marcus in the podcast called the anti-me, which is the part of you that works against you trying to do what you want to do. Uh, Aaron Rodgers tipped his cap and said, I respect you, anti-me. You're very good at what you do. It, it, the conversation went some places that some would probably say are a little, little out there. My response is this. Rodgers, go ahead. Experiment. Do it like there's... You're not hurting anybody, right? It's, uh, it, I've got no problem with anyone doing whatever they want to do as long as no one else is being hurt. So go experiment. But I do want to remind him that there is a billion-dollar business waiting on his decision next year, right? If, if the, the retreat didn't have to do or wasn't mainly about deciding if you wanted to retire or not, then decide, then go on the retreat. Hundreds of people work for the Packers and are waiting on pins and needles. Yes, other people's jobs are on the line. Not to mention the teammates, not to mention Jordan Love, not to mention people you claim to be close with. So I do whatever you want in your, your personal life, right? What, what do I care what, what Aaron Rodgers is doing on, on like February 26th or whatever it was? 
The the real question is if if you understand that there's a bunch of other important things in life, then you have to understand that a bunch of other people's other important things in life depend on your decision. So when are you going to make your decision? Again, Aaron Rodgers on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. It's a very uh there's a finality to the decision. Mm-hmm. And I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it when you think it's drama, think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough and, and we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. That frustrates me also. I'm going to take my time, and if you don't like it, tune me out. It's like, no, the 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 whole reason you have hundreds of millions of dollars is because people care. Again, in your personal time, cool. Do whatever you want, right? The, the decisions that don't impact the NFL, a billion-dollar business, everyone else that works for them, all the fans who care, make those decisions however you see fit, but but don't tell people that they shouldn't care or they should be able to turn off what they care about as you sit there and talk about how important it is that we respect your process and what you care about. The entire time, and, and there were little comments that, that really frustrated me listening to the podcast, and I listened to the whole thing. Um, little things like, Every big decision that he makes, you have to respect his process. For example, some of my past uh, family issues, I wanted to keep private. And then he immediately turns around and says, unfortunately, that's not how everyone in my family wanted to deal with it. And I'm going, wait a second. If If we have to respect how you want to make decisions, don't you have to respect how your family wants to make decisions? And I mean, obviously, some of, especially one of his brothers, bachelor contestant and that kind of stuff, like he's a... Famous personality as well. If he deals with things publicly, like you can't chastise his process without being open to people chastising your process. It feels very much like he is a, I'm going to do whatever I want. You can't say anything about it, but I am going to be all about criticizing what everyone else does. I care about this, that, and the other. If you don't like the way I'm handling it, don't care about it. Tune it out. So well, people care about the Packers. Even if they don't care about you, they want to tune you out. They care about the Packers. They care about maybe Jordan Love, or they care about what's going to happen in the draft, or they care about are the Packers going to have $60 million to spend that they're not going to have if you come back and take that money against the cap. Like, all of that matters. All of it matters. And you can't tell other people that it doesn't without us being allowed to tell you that your stuff doesn't matter. It's it's a hypocritical thing is the problem. And I, I actually would have respected it more if he was like, listen, I'm a hypocrite on this one. I do that. We all have little things that we're hypocritical about. I've, I've mentioned quite a few of mine on the show. Uh, by the way, the show will continue a little bit into overtime today uh, because we started with five minutes left in the game. Normally, the show for the Tim Donnelly show goes three to six. We got on the air after the ODU women beat Georgia State 66-56. Uh, with about five minutes left to go in our traditional time slot. So we're going to take 15 minutes of the 757 at 6. The Tim Donnelly Show continues coming up in a few. Thank you very much, Sean Payton. The Tim Donnelly Show continues coming up in just a couple minutes. Live from Hampton Roads in the heart of the 757, it's the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly show continuing a little bit into overtime here. Uh, again, if you were listening to 
Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 this afternoon. Uh, ODU women's basketball won 66-56 against Georgia State. That means they play on Friday with the game beginning at 3. Correct. All right. I feel like I, I say everything like Ron Burgundy with a question mark at the end uh, just because schedules move quickly. So I'm like, at 3? Against Troy. Broadcast starts at 2.30? Correct. All right. So it's the same schedule we had today. Just instead of uh, Georgia State, the, the ODU women will be playing Troy. And it'll be, obviously, the next round of the Sunbelt Tournament. Uh, so the fifth-seeded ODU uh, Monarchs in the women's side of the Sunbelt uh, bracket take care of business today and they'll be looking to do the same against troy on friday tomorrow game starting at six is the men of odu and they are playing georgia state texas state okay. i didn't check the score texas off. state texas state That's there we right. go. thank you to richie somerville who helped us out on that one uh so so texas state odu men tomorrow at six broadcast 5 30 correct I, I'm, I'm a, that's like one strike. I still, I, I only had one strike, so I still, you know, stayed alive, fought off the pitch, fouled it off. That's okay. Thank you. Um, I, I want to talk about this real quickly here, just because, um, it had the the news broke today, and it's it's serious. Um, Jalen Carter, the possible number one pick in the upcoming NFL draft, at least, uh, was presumed to be in that position, a defensive lineman for, um, for the Georgia Bulldogs, uh. I mean, an arrest warrant was was put out for him down down in Georgia. For more details, here's Ian Rappaport. Talked to several teams that spoke to him while he was in Indy. These issues did not come up because generally what teams do, Andrew, is they talk about football issues here, bring him into their building and talk about the other issues. There's going to be a lot to dig into. This is an extremely, extremely talented player. The off-the-field issues are just now starting to come to light. Teams were not aware of his apparent involvement in this fatal crash until this morning. There had been rumors, but they were not sure that he was involved until this morning when the AJC broke the story. So there is going to be a lot to dig into. I would expect a lot of visits. I would expect a lot of interviews. I would expect a lot of time. Meanwhile, what happens to him here? He was in medical this morning, did not do his interview. It's not working out. I would expect at some point soon he would head back to Atlanta and meet with the police. For a little bit more of the, the details on the the exact charges and all those sorts of things, uh, from an ESPN.com article, Jalen Carter has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. Uh, the athens Clark County Police Department has issued an arrest warrant, which was obtained Wednesday by the Associated Press. Uh, the warrant alleges Carter was racing his 2021 Jeep Trackhawk against the 2021 Ford Expedition driven by the recruiting staffer, 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix, which led to the January 15th wreck. Um, It gets more hairy from there, meaning there may have been, again, these are all accusations and allegations, and and it's all part of uh, the police reporting that that, that was was kind of brought to light this morning. some not full truths and or lies told to the police. Uh, some, some, I wasn't there. I was down the street. Oh, no, wait, I was there. Oh, no, wait, I was in the car, which is a very, very loose description of kind of how things played out, again, according to the the allegations or the 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 charges being being brought up here. That's not good, right? And, and it feels like, I, I mean, as a sports fan, what the heck's going on, right? There's uh, an Alabama basketball player being charged with capital murder. There's... Uh, this situation where where a player and a staffer are are 
again, they, they, they died, and, and it's just getting very serious. All the way down to the little things. Uh, little is probably not even the right way to describe them, but the lesser charges. Uh, John Morant's being accused of, of punching a 17-year-old in the face and then brandishing a gun. Uh, there's, there's a lot of like weird stuff going on around sports, and, and it's frustrating to me because I know that there is stereotypes out there about athletes, and, and I know they're not true. I've interacted with enough to just be extremely aware that there are good people in sports, many of them, uh, but but when these things happen and they get publicity like they, they, they are, as they should because they're serious conversations, um, I, I just I can hear the people that, that think lesser of athletes uh, like fueling their fire, and, and it's very frustrating. Um, but make no mistake about it, and I want this to be extremely clear, uh, the saddest part of the crash – involving the the Georgia students that we're discussing that followed a Georgia championship parade. Uh, the saddest part is not, oh, this the impact on stereotypes in sports. It's not the impact on Jalen Carter's draft stock. I mean, obviously, two lives were lost. That's that's where the, the, the disappointment and sadness begins. Um, but, but with that being said, the default has to be now, if you're at the top of the draft, to not not take Jalen Carter, right? And I hear you saying innocent until proven guilty, but innocent until proven guilty is for the, the court system. It's for the justice system, not for making a multi-multi-million dollar investment in a person, right? The the GMs that are making this pick are, are you know, they have to deal with the protection responsibility of their franchise, and it becomes much riskier when a situation like this becomes involved especially if a verdict has not been brought down. Uh, in, in the interest of both sides of the story, I'll read the, car- the statement from Jalen Carter posted to his social media. Uh, this morning I received a telephone call from the Athens, Georgia Police Department informing me that two misdemeanor warrants have been issued against me for reckless driving and racing. Numerous media reports also have circulated this morning containing inaccurate information concerning the tragic events of January 15, 2023. It is my intention to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and to make certain that the complete and accurate truth is presented. There is no question in my mind that when all the facts are known that I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing, which he absolutely has the right to go and 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 prove, right? He has the the right to, you know, the entire abilities of the the court system. But if you're a team picking Innocent until proven guilty does not mean like top three NFL draft pick until proven guilty. And and that's probably some kind of flaw, but you can't push it. You can't say, let's push the draft until we sort through this and we know what actually happened. You have to make your decisions, you know, weighing the the, the risk that, that your franchise would be taken. And, and, and even further down the list of importance, Chicago Bears with the number one overall pick probably just lost their fallback plan. Right, they were likely in the we are going to trade the number one overall pick unless we can't get an offer that is is worthwhile, and if we don't get an offer that is worth an offer that is worthwhile, we'll take Jalen Carter and be good with it because he is such a dominant interior defensive lineman, and we like to build from the inside out on defense. Take away that fallback plan, they may be even more motivated to aggressively shop that number one pick and maybe even accept a lesser deal. So you'd be wondering if Houston, Carolina. Uh, the Raiders, uh, uh, there's one that I'm missing. Indianapolis isn't isn't sitting there thinking we're going to offer less now. There's ripple effects out of this, but again, uh, you know, and and I hope all of our listeners are aware of this. We would never downplay the seriousness of the actual situation, which was, or the actual disappointment, which comes from the two losses of life. 
But Jalen Carter, for those of you just tuning in, uh, the the possible number one overall pick in the NFL draft uh, has been, um, or there was a warrant issued for his arrest uh, involving a reckless driving and racing connection with a crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member. Uh, tomorrow we have some cool things lined up for you on the uh, the Tim Donnelly show. A little uh, walk down memory lane to some of our coolest interviews of the last a uh, couple of weeks so tune in for that and also as i mentioned the odu men's basketball team taking on texas state tomorrow broadcast starts at 5 30 uh coming up now we have some more college basketball just a lot of college basketball on 94.1 today tomorrow and friday so uh keep it tuned right here uh until tomorrow have a great night everybody